Welcome sa Grody Podcast with me, Matthew. Naranasan mo na ba yung meron kang plano, meron kang pangarap, pero biglang merong nangyari na problema or challenge? At pagkatapos nun ay pakiramdam mo, everything is out of control and parang lahat na lang hindi mo magawa ng paraan. Ako no, personally, nung kumukuha ako ng master's degree, there was a time na meron kaming subject na applied research. And of course, dahil nga applied research yan, ang dami-daming kailangan gawin sa field. There were survey forms, questionnaire, observation essays, etc., etc. And you had to look for a place where you can conduct research. And yung palang sa pagpili kung saan ka magkoconduct ng research mo, kailangan saktong-sakto, kailangan naobserbahan mo ng maayos and na-identify mo talaga kung ano yung i-research mo doon. So, I was in the middle of studying for that subject in our master's degree when the pandemic hit. And when the pandemic hit, talaga nga naman, halos lahat tumigil, di ba? And nag-worry ako nung time na yon kasi nasa kalagitnaan ako ng paggawa ng research. And hindi ko alam kung paano ko gagawa ng paraan yung paghahanap ng subject or ng place where I would conduct the research na kailangan talaga. Nandun ako sa field na yon It was very difficult and I was panicking dahil medyo grade conscious din ako nung nasa master's degree na ako. No? Hello sa mga ano, mga grade conscious dyan. So, nagpapanik ako. Merong time na konti lang ang panik ko. Pero to be honest, most of the time, I was panicking so much. Kasi meron akong plano dun sa degree na kinukuha ko. I really wanted to have a grade that was competitive. No? Kung pwede lang, gusto kong makuha yung pinakamataas na grade possible. I was that kind of student. And uh, I was on track actually to get really good grades during my master's time. When I was getting my master's. I was panicking kasi parang pakiramdam ko yung plano ko sa education ko and sa time ko, dun sa degree ko, no? especially when I received a scholarship during that time, masisira, no? And sobra talaga, sobra yung panic nung time na yun. Kaya nakaka-relate ako kapag ka nababanggit yung out-of-control life, okay? Maybe you can also relate with me when there are times in your life where you feel like nothing is in your control and everything feels like it's out of control. Nabubuhay tayo sa isang goal-oriented culture, na parang isa after another, you know, one after another is a goal. A goal that you must reach. Merong success-driven culture, hindi lang uh, sa city, pero kahit sa iba-ibang lugar sa Pilipinas, no? Parang ganyan yung kultura na namumulat tayo. And we find ourselves obsessing over plans like short-term goals or mid-term goals or long-term goals. Sabi nila, pag short-term daw, ma-achieve mo ng 6 months to 1 year. Pag mid-term goal, nasa more than a year to 3 years. And kapag ka long-term goal, nasa 5 to 10 years naman. 
nandyan din yung mga bucket list na sinasabi nila, di ba? By 20, I must have or nagawa ko na to by year 2025, ganyan. Bago ako mag-turn age, blah, blah, blah. Okay? And as a result of this kind of culture, as a result of goal-oriented, success-driven culture, it's easy to believe that we are masters of our own fate. Ikaw ang may control ng buhay mo. Yun ang nagiging belief natin kasi ganun yung kultura kung saan tayo lumalaki at namumulat. Pero, walang katulad yung mga pagkakataon na ginawa mo na lahat, alright? Plinano mo na ng mabuti, pero ultimately, you are put in a situation where you are not in control. Okay? I want to remind you and me na rin, no? Na each of our life is a story na God has authored. Siya actually ang in charge ng story ng buhay natin. God carefully and lovingly crafts each of our individual stories. Si God yung may akda ng buhay natin. So, papano ba tayo, ako at saka ikaw, how can we learn to be okay with not being in control? Alright? Hindi lang yung day-to-day na hindi ka in control, pero pati dun sa mga short-term, mid-term, and long-term plans natin. Kung mag-fail man yan, and yung mga bucket list natin ay hindi natin ma-cross out. Alright? How can we learn to be okay with that? Pakiramdam ko, no, it starts with our idea of saan ba tayo papunta o yung destination natin. Merong isang Forbes article na pinublish and ang title ng article na yun is Three Mistakes You Make When Planning. And sabi ng writer, yung first step daw is to choose a destination. You and I must determine kung ano yung gusto nating ma-accomplish and then from there, kapag na-identify mo na yung gusto mong ma-accomplish or marating, you create clear, objective destinations and outcome. Kung ano man ang gusto mong itawag, gusto mong objective, gusto mong destination or outcome, basta when you have identified your destination, you, you create clear outcomes. And then you try to pave the shortest path to that destination. Kapag ka na-identify mo na kung saan mo gusto makapunta, planuhin mo yung pinakamaikling path papunta dun sa, sa tingin mong destination mo. And if we reflect about this as believers of God, okay, yung destination natin, ako and ikaw, are actually same when it comes to planning our lives. Our objective is not just to get rich, not just to be popular, not just to have n followers on Instagram, etc., etc. No, in fact, ako wala taong followers. Wala. I'm, I mean, meron pero hindi naman hindi naman substantial. Wala pang ako sa 1,000 followers. No, hindi yun ang objective natin ultimately as people of faith. Yung objective natin is to follow God, to follow Jesus, and to go through the adventures of this life not just sideward but really upward diba to become more like Christ to become more like him so everyday details of our paths will look different actually yung path mo and yung path ko magiging magkaiba pero ultimately yung destination natin is the same 
to follow God faithfully towards eternity when He is forever with us or when we are forever with Him, right? Ang problema is minsan yung mga specific goals natin, yung ginagawa nating primary destination instead, right? Instead of our goals being goals lang, no? Yun yung ginagawa nating major. Yan yung sinasabi nilang you're majoring on the minors and minoring on the majors. Yan yung sabi nila, di ba? Minsan, ang nagiging ambition natin sa buhay is mag-achieve ng something here on earth and nawawala na sa isip natin yung primary destination natin which is to be with God forever. Okay? Whether it's a career goal or a relational aspiration, our life becomes more about life on earth than instead life with God. Yan ang ginagawa natin, ini-invest natin lahat ng energy and focus natin on to arriving dito sa mga tinatawag na objectives or outcomes. Minsan, no? As good as our outcomes or our desire, desired outcomes may be, kahit gano'n pa kaganda yung plano natin, sometimes we really fail to consider kung yung plano ni God and yung timing ni God, kapareho ba yun ng plano at timing natin or magkaiba? Diba? Nakakalimutan natin i-consider yan. Kapag kayong story ni God is kaiba or deviant from our ideal story, okay? Madali tayong matempt na makita natin si God as threat to our own plan. Okay? So may plano ka, no? By age, ganito, ganyan. Ito na ako, na-achieve ko na to, na-promote na ako na ganito. Ito na yung pwesto ko, ito na yung laman ng bank account ko, etc., etc. Tapos nakikita mo yung storyline ng buhay mo is hindi ata papunta dun sa ideal plans mo. Merong temptation na makita mo si God na threat or kalaban. And ang nangyayari kapag ka nagiging ganun yung mindset mo, you tend to cling even more tightly to your desire for control. Right? Parang hindi ata ako mapopromote towards this. Parang hindi ata makukuha yung ganito kalaking amount, etc., etc. So ang tendency, the temptation is to cling even more to control instead of being out of control or relinquishing that control. Naalala ko, no? In the Bible, si Peter, yung disciple ni God, or ni Jesus, no? Ay... Alam ko makaka-relate sa atin sa mga ganitong time. No? Kasi si Peter, madalas gusto niya may control siya. And maraming beses sa Bible yung actually kunoreksya ni Jesus. <laughs> Kasi lagi si Peter abante ng abante. Okay? For example, nung sinabi ni Jesus na papatayin siya at mabubuhay siyang uli, ang sabi ni Peter kay Jesus, no? Hindi yan mangyayari sa iyo gagawa ako ng paraan. Ganyan, no? And uh, nung tinatry naman ni Jesus na i-wash yung feet ni Peter, ang sabi ni Peter, hindi mo huhugasan ng paa ko. Medyo symbolical yan kasi sa kanila eh. Para sa kanila kasi, pag hinugasan mo yung paa, mas mababa ka dun sa taong hinuhugasan mo ng paa. So si Jesus, during that time, he was actually showing them uh, the gesture of being a servant kasi yun yung leadership for Jesus. And hindi matanggap ni Peter yun. Hindi. Gusto ni Peter in control siya hindi ikaw ang maghuhugas ng paa ko. Yan. So maraming times na si Peter, naiintindihan naman niya yung gustong mangyari ni Jesus, pero 
ang ina-assert pa rin niya is yung gusto niya, no? Kasi hindi niya naiintindihan yung complete picture. Ang naiintindihan lang niya yung gustong mangyari pero yung complete picture wala sa kanya. And eventually, if you study Peter in the Bible, Peter learned to be okay with living a life that is quote-unquote out of control. And ako, I believe that God wants us to learn to do the same. How do we live a life that is out of our control? How can we learn to trust our present and our future to God? So magbibigay ako ng healthy, practical ways to live an out-of-control life. Unang-una, maging flexible ka. Ang isang life na out-of-control doesn't require you naman to really scrap out all your plans or sunugin mo yung bucket list mo. No. That's not what it means to live a life that is out of your control. Ang ibig sabihin ng being flexible is something that you're really open to what God is doing. Alright? Yung living with intentionality and purpose is really wise. So if you're planning your day, your month, your year, you have your goals with you, I'm not saying you scrap that out. Pero, at the same time, nire-remind tayo ng salita ni Lord na si God ang nag establish ng buhay natin. Sabi sa Proverbs 16.9, The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Okay? So yes, you're intentional. Yes, you're purposeful. But you face each day with a determination. Okay? At the same time, you approach your plans with flexibility. Gigising ka sa umaga, determined ka to do something intentional and purposeful. Pagdating sa plano natin sa buhay natin, ang attitude natin is also to partner determination with flexibility. Okay? Ako, no, um, just to be transparent, no, I was a preacher once. Okay? Growing up, since I was 16, I was uh, preaching from the Word of God and sharing wisdom from the Word of God. I was assigned as a student pastor in Bulacan, eventually leading me to become a youth pastor in Quezon City. And I never thought that I would start a podcast, really. Right now, I'm doing photography, video editing, social media management, and hindi ko alam ever na magiging ganito yung mga gagamitin ni Lord to bless me, my life, where I could live on my own properly. And right now, I'm married na, no? I never thought that. Sa akin, ang track ko lang was really graduate from seminary, be employed in a church, and then die in a church. <laughs> Ganun yung plano ko dati, pero God took me another path. Okay? And I learned flexibility by recognizing that God designed me in a specific way to also accommodate other things. Hey, ka, what does flexibility look like for you? Or maybe, Nandun siya sa pag-respond mo na hindi ka ma-accept sa college, ideal college mo or university mo or graduate program mo. Or baka nandun siya sa kung papano ka magre-react kapag kayong boss mo pinapagalitan ka or binibigyan ka ng mas maraming trabaho. Or baka nandito siya sa decision to let go of how you think your relationship with your partner should be. Anong itsura ng flexibility para sa'yo? Sa akin, it was from being a 
boxed-in preacher mindset, you know, to being a podcaster and uh, being a multimedia person, a social media person, maybe flexibility will look different for you. But flexibility is one of the keys for you to live a life that is quote-unquote out of your control and in God's hands. Pangalawa, yung tip ko ay itigil mo na ang pagkumpara mo sa sarili mo sa buhay ng ibang tao. Stop comparing. Okay? A healthy characteristic of a life that is out of control is ito, no? You celebrate rather than envy other people's victories and successes. Okay? Alam mo, comparison kasi fuels control. Diba? Pag compare ka ng compare sa sarili mo, ang nangyayari is it fuels your desire for control. Ah, dapat ako din, ganyan. Papantayan ko siya. Gagawa ako ng paraan. So that's fueling control in your mind and in your heart. When you when you obsess over yung desire to show something or makipagkompetensya ka sa isang tao, it's easy to lose your flexibility. And instead, you wanna box yourself in towards a path because of the comparison that you made. Diba? So, kailangan, no, tigil na natin yung comparing. Right? Maaring yung engagement ng kaibigan mo or yung promotion ng kaibigan mo, maaring mapaisip ka, no? magpo-post ka, tapos medyo malulungkot ka dahil parang ikaw hindi ka pa na-engage, wala ka pang love life or hindi ka pa napopromote or hindi pa tumataas yung sweldo mo. But try not to live in your pain. Okay? Instead, ang gagawin mo, you make regular intentional efforts to rejoice with the person whom you're comparing yourself with. So instead of maingit ka sa kanya, instead of ikumpara mo na ikumpara at ibaba mo yung sarili mo, bakit hindi mo gawin yung effort na you praise that person? Uy, congrats! Ang galing ng ginawa mo. Or binigay mo yung best mo dito kaya you deserve this. Deserve, o diba? Sabi nga nila, ganun. So instead of comparing, you rejoice with this person. And sabi nga sa Bible, diba? You rejoice with those who rejoice. You mourn with those who mourn. So instead of comparing yourself and ipepeg mo yung sarili mo na dapat maabot mo yung ibang tao, no? Wag po gawin yun. You rejoice with them. And that helps you live a life that is, quote-unquote, not in your hands or out of control. Number three, bigyan mo ng kalayaan yung ibang tao. No? Ito, no? At tingin ko very valuable to sa panahon natin ngayon kasi most ng mga tao parang kinoconform or gusto natin tayo yung nasusunod sa ginagawa ng iba. Pati kung sino iboboto nila, talaga naman, no? <laughs> parang walang karapatan yung iba na pumili ng kung sino iboboto nila. And I can't believe how it bothers people so much that other people will not vote for their desired candidate, di ba? Nanotice mo ba na kapag ka tinatry nating maging in control tayo, it really extends beyond our own decisions and actions. Pagka gusto mo ng control, minsan nadadamay mo yung mga tao around you. Nadadamay mo yung kasama mo sa bahay, yung office mo, family members mo, boyfriend or girlfriend mo, no? It gives us, and ginagawa natin yung kaya natin kinokontrol yung ibang tao, no? Kasi it gives us a sense of security and predictability. No? Gusto natin ng control, gusto natin ng tayo yung nasusunod. Kaya pinapasunod natin yung iba 
para lang yung sense of security and predictability ng buhay natin ma-achieve natin. So, pag-isipan mo yun, hindi ba medyo toxic yun na tayo na mismo yung nagko-control ng ibang tao dahil lang gusto natin ng control? I think that's unfair and it's unwise to live that way. Alam ko, gets mo yung ibig ko sabihin kasi kung, na, kung naranasan mo na nasubukan kang kontrolin ng ibang tao, di ba parang nakakasakal yun, di ba? Parang, ano ba, tigilan mo ako, wag ka mag-decide for me. Alright? But, pati tayo, susceptible tayo sa ganun, meron din tayong ten- ten- tendency to become like that. Lalo na pag-desire natin yung control. Pero, if you live a life that is out of your control, you allow others the freedom to be themselves. In fact, no, you, you recognize that you're different. No one is better, hindi to competition, but we're just different and you can you can be your own self. Ganun ang attitude mo sa ibang tao. You invite them into your life na hindi mo ine-expect na mag-follow sila ng specific rules para good vibes ka or para check sila sa'yo. No? Pero pabayaan mo silang maging sila. And that is one key to also live your life that is surrendered to God or out of your control. Pang-apat na tip ko, you remember that God is for you. Kakampi mo si Lord, hindi mo siya kalaban. Okay? Gaya ng sabi ko kanina, ang tendency natin kapag nakikita natin yung buhay natin na medyo lumilihis sa ideal plan natin, we look at God as a threat rather than a help or a God that is caring, okay? Imposible na mag, mag mabuhay ka sa isang buhay na out of your control. Imposible na mag-thrive ka sa mahirap na mga sitwasyon. Kung ang mindset mo is kalaban mo si God. All right? You have to trust God that he is for you. No? Na gusto ni Lord yung growth mo and maturity mo. God wants you to be better, okay? It it's really hard when it feels like the story he's writing is not a good one. Minsan kasi pakiramdam mo, Lord, ito ba talaga yung story na sinusulat mo for me? But parang ang sakit-sakit naman. <laughs> or but parang hirap-hirap naman, right? But don't go to that, don't cross the line between thinking na God is helping you and God is against you. Huwag kang tumawid dun sa part na against na si God sa'yo. Huwag mo isipin yun. Recognize na your your view is limited. Kagaya ni Peter. Hindi nakikita ni Peter lahat ng facts. Pero si Jesus, naiintindihan niya yung buong plano. Don't be like Peter that, you know, uh, reacts immediately to gain control na hindi naman niya naiintindihan talaga. Kung nasa kalagitnaan ka ng isang sitwasyon na parang nahihirapan ka, Wag mo i-judge si God na Lord, ikaw talaga kalabang kita eh. No, hindi. No, remember that God is for you. And pang lima, okay, you dig for the good. Ito, I really love this no, and I want to share this with you. Dig for the good. Okay? Bago ako pumunta sa dig for the good, ang isa palang ginawa ko para maalala ko talaga na God is for me is ginawa ko, naglagay ako ng wallpaper sa laptop ko or computer ko na nagre-remind sa akin ng isang bagay na God is for me. No? Yung verse na nilagay ko dun sa uh, background ng laptop ko is yung verse na nagsasabing, tara, upuan natin, pag-usapan natin. No? <laughs> Ganun yung, yung verse na nilagay ko. 
And para sa akin kasi, yun yung reminder ko na pag merong nangyayaring masama sa akin or di ko gusto, okay? Gusto ni Lord makausap ako and gusto ni Lord pag-usapan namin. Hindi lang yung basta against siya sa akin. Okay? So that helped me. And baka sa'yo, pwedeng magbumili ka ng Tumblr, bumili ka ng t-shirt na may verse, bumili ka ng Tumblr na may verse, magsulat ka, ipost mo sa wall ng kwarto mo, basta create a memento or a mo- monumento. Memento or monumento? Any of the two. no? Kasi sa Bible, no, in fact, si Joshua at yung Israelites, ang pinagawa sa kanila ni God, magtayo kayo ng stones. no? Parang memorial na stones. Para maalala mo at saka ng mga children mo na tinulungan kayo ni God na makatawid dito sa Jordan. Yun yung pinagawa ni God sa kanila. And ito rin, no? pwede mo rin yung gawin. Sa kotse mo, sa cellphone mo, sticker, no? something that will remind you that God is for you. Okay, that's that's my tip na ginawa ko rin. And lastly nga, sabi ko, dig for the good. Right? Digging for the good is hard. Especially when you talagang may nawala sa'yo or na-break talaga yung heart mo. Pero dyan sa mga sitwasyon na yan, actually, dun ka dapat mag-dig for the good very actively. Okay? Nung time na yun, na kinikwento ko kanina, no, 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 nawalan ako ng nag-pandemic. No? I'm, I'm sure you can relate. Kasi, di ba, ang daming opportunities. Pero, ang kinikwento ko kanina, yung sa masteral ko, yung applied research. no I was really digging for the good. Inisip ko, okay, pwede pa rin naman akong gumawa ng surveys online. Pwede pa rin akong magsulat ng formal letters, kukuha ako ng endorsement, no? At least meron akong internet, at least meron akong telepono, at least meron akong nakakain, at least meron akong transport. Alam mo yun, I had to dig for the good in my difficult situation. And it will be difficult for you sometimes. Maybe it's harder for you than for me during that time. Maybe it will be harder for me than for you. Iba naman eh. Iba-iba naman tayo, di ba? But we have to make a conscious effort to see where God's love is evident. San ba? San mo nakikita yung love ni God for you? Okay? Bigyan kita ng mga example. Mga friend na tumulong sa'yo. Okay? Maybe may specific silang ginawa para sa'yo. Nagtitext sila, nagtitchat sila, pinapatawa ka nila. Okay? May nagbigay ng ulam, may nanglibre ng milk tea. Okay? May bumati sa'yo, may nagsabi sa'yo ng isang good thing na tumatak sa'yo, nakahelp sa'yo na maboost ka sa araw na yon. May napanood ka or narinig ka na kanta. Okay? Or, you know, just some random person na naging mabait sa'yo. You dig for the good things. Kasi when you do, when you dig for the good, shift yung focus mo and instead of seeing what you can't control, you see what God is controlling to help you. Gets mo ba? No? Instead of seeing things or focusing on things na hindi mo makontrol kasi nga may problem ka eh. Diba? Ang makikita mo when you dig for the good is loving ways that God is helping you. God is caring for you. Right? So yan yung mga tips natin for living a life that is out of your control. And I hope, you know, this episode has really helped you. Kung may pinagdadaanan ka ngayon na out of control ka or meron kang gustong ihingi ng advice, I just want to encourage you that you can reach out to us sa Grody Podcast. Mag-PM ka sa amin sa Instagram or Facebook. It's at sign Grody Podcast. We'd be happy to also read your story and respond to you kung kailangan. No? Maraming salamat dun sa mga nag-message sa amin. And sana nakakatulong kapag nagre-reply kami sa inyo, guys. no. And kung hindi man kami, kami makareply agad or di kami makareply, 
Don't worry kasi we really read your messages and we pray for you. In fact, right now, gusto kita ipag-pray. If you're in a situation where you are out of control, no, you feel like everything is out of your control, I just want to take this time to pray for you and uh, also pray with you. Pwede ba yun, no? Na i-entrust din natin yung situation kung nasan ka kay Lord. Okay? Join me in prayer. Lord, I pray for our listeners. Thank you so much that you led them to this episode. Maybe right now, they're going through something na mabigat, something na nagpapanik sila, something na nagkakaroon sila ng anxiety over. But Lord, we recognize that you are in control. We recognize, Lord, that there is never a time that you don't love us. You always love us, Lord God, and you are for us, Lord. You want us to grow. You want us to mature. You want us to be stronger than who we are today. You want us to be better in terms of character. So I pray for this person, Lord, going through something difficult, going through something that he or she is not in control. I pray, Lord, that you would show your hand. I pray that you would speak clearly and that you will allow for your love to be felt, Panginoon. And Lord, we know it's difficult, but we affirm our trust in you. We affirm, Lord, that only you can really solve all the problems in the world. And we know, Lord, that our problem right now, kung ano man yung pinagdadaanan, Panginoon, kayang-kaya po na mag-shine yung light mo dito sa situation na to. And so I pray, Father God, na our hearts would just be surrendered. Pwede kami mag-relax, pwede kami mag-chill, Panginoon, dahil meron kang ginagawa. Kahit hindi namin nakikita, Panginoon, yung ginagawa mo, in the background, you're working and you are caring for us. So thank you, Lord. Help us see the good things. Help us dig for the good and see how you're loving us and caring for us even in a, in a difficult situation. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So guys, if you, if you are blessed with this episode, why not share this episode to someone? who you think also needs to hear this. Really, I just pray that this week would be good for you, this weekend would be good for you. This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia. See you again in our next episode. God bless. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.